all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Shalom, what's going on, everybody? Come on in. It is Saturday night. It's the last day of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And uh, we're going to do our uh, prayer gathering tonight, 7 o'clock. It's pop-up prayer. It's pop-up prayer. Come on in. I need you to like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. L-W-M-D-S. Come on. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Prayer is about to be amazing. That I can absolutely tell you. Come on in. Like it. Tell me where you're watching from and share it. LWS, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Uh, we're going to gather together and pray together for one hour to conclude um, this time of fasting and prayer. Now, don't forget the fast doesn't end until midnight tonight, but I wanted to come to all of you uh, tonight so we could pray together, right? Because we've been doing additional prayer all this week, all this week. We've been doing additional prayer. Uh, why? So that we could end this week of fasting and prayer strong. And I pray that uh, that you're certainly doing that. All right. So come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share it. In about 10 seconds, we're going to add uh, our Instagram channels as well. And then we'll be live across multiple platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We will be everywhere. Boom. And now we have just added our Instagram channels. Come on, y'all. It's time to pray. Let's go. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video tonight. It is time to pray. Uh, I want you to just say 21 days. Can I get you to type that on the screen? 21 days. Uh, we understand and we're going to talk about that tonight because these additional prayer uh, gatherings that we've had throughout this week, we've been really uh, focusing on uh, one we started on Sunday night dealing with our past. Then on Tuesday night, we dealt with our present. And then tonight on Friday, we're going to deal with our future, our past, our present, and our future, our past, our present, and our future. What's happening, Tampa, Aurora? Come on in. 21 days. What's going on, y'all? Come on in tonight um, because this is the uh, the last gathering of us praying together uh, before the fast comes to an end this evening. And, uh, and then I'll also take a moment I may have some time to answer a couple of quick questions tonight. Uh, we will see uh, about uh, the fast as well as how do you end the fast um, and, and what have you. So we may, I may have some time for some questions tonight. So we shall see. All right. So we're about to jump in uh, in prayer. Let me first start by just saying ladies night was amazing. It was amazing. What's going on, everybody? Ladies night was amazing last night. It was a uh, powerful um, the word was awesome. Uh, let me say this. I do know that uh, for all of my digital family, I know uh, that there was um, there was about an eight minute time where the stream dropped. And I want you to know, actually, it should have already released about 15 minutes ago or the podcast for the full message. 
podcast for the full message um, is uh, is already out. So you can go and listen to that full message from last night. But you were born for such a time as this. I need you to hear me, male and female, everybody, young and not as young as you used to be. You were literally born for the time you were meeting most, which is now, which is now. Can I get you to type that on the screen? There's two things that we do every time we have prayer. One, I'm going to have you say a lot. Two, I'm going to have you type a lot. Why? When you type it, that's our digital agreement. The Bible says, Whoever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. When you say it, life and death are in the power of your tongue. He's the high priest of your confession, not your thought. That's Hebrews. What does that mean? That whatever it is that you say, that's what it is that heaven makes sure you see. And it is so powerful and it's so important that you always keep that at the forefront of your mind. The Bible says that we are in the image and in the likeness of God. What is God? He is a speaking spirit. Come on. He's a speaking spirit. So because he is a speaking spirit, we are that same way. So you were born for the time that you were needed most, which is right here and right now. All right. So come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share it. Ladies, that was powerful. Now there's that, that eight minute gap. So the podcast has a full message. You can still go back on YouTube and Facebook and it's broken into part one and part two. It's broken into part one and part two on Tuesday night. This upcoming Tuesday night, there will be a full rebroadcast of ladies night. All right. So if you missed it and then even fellas, let me just be honest. The word was not just for women. Um, the word was for men also. All right. And, and you can do that. Uh, you heard me on. Yes. I'm on that new album. It was, it was amazing yesterday. Um, Mark, um, something new for me. I've never been on a hip hop album. I was on my first yesterday. So that was cool. Uh, so that was exciting uh, yesterday. So you can find out more about that. You can go get that. Um, it's in my social media. So you can go take a look at that. The album is the 2020 album with Mr. Dale. It was a great album. And apparently the the feedback and reviews on that song are amazing. B-I-H is the song, Believe in Him. And uh, and so uh, anyway, let that be a revelation for you all that, that you said you heard the song today. Yes, let that be a revelation for you all um, that I need you to get comfortable doing new things. Somebody say new things. I need you to get comfortable being uncomfortable doing things you've never done before. The Bible says that what God desires to do for you, eye hasn't seen, which means you've not seen this before. Ear hasn't heard. You've not, listen, you've not heard yourself do it before, and you've never heard yourself be pulled up or called into doing it before. Uh, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it even entered into the heart of man. You weren't even thinking about it. And so let's skip that because that's what we're talking about tonight in prayer. We're talking about your future. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, uh, as we pray for this hour, Father, as we begin to close out this 21 days of fasting and prayer. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you that we have the privilege of praying. We thank you, God, that you love us. We thank you that you hear us. We thank you that you're faithful. We thank you that you're consistent. We thank you that you're amazing toward us. And so tonight, God, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask for forgiveness for our iniquity. That's our generational sin, Father. Forgive us for being the curse perpetuators instead of the curse breakers. Father, we ask for forgiveness tonight. In the name of Jesus, uh, for uh, our sin, that's where we made mistakes. That's where we missed the mark. That's where we did things that we didn't quite know what we were doing. And we ask for forgiveness, Father, most importantly, for our transgression. That is where we knew what we were doing was wrong, and we did it anyhow. We ask for forgiveness tonight, God, for that transgression tonight. In the name of Jesus, and as we gather across a multitude of platforms tonight to pray, God, we ask that you would be with us tonight over this next 55 minutes. Five is the number of grace. It's the number of supernatural. You would be with us tonight in a tangible way, wherever we are at, from New York to Atlanta to Canada. 
uh, Chicago to Denver, wherever we are gathered from God, we pray that tonight, God, you would meet us right where we're at in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray that tonight, that when we pray, you would hear us and you would respond, that you would hear us and you would bring answers. We have not fasted for these last 21 days in vain. No, we have fasted, God, and we expect breakthrough in us in the name of Jesus. The greatest change that happens, God, is not around us, but it is in us. It's not around us, but it is in us because the scripture says that out of the abundance of our heart or out of our heart flow the issues of life, tutsa in the Hebrew, which means out of us flow our lives. It means everywhere we look, there we are. So if you change us, we'll change what's going on around us. Come on. If you'll change us, somebody just needs to put your name on the screen. If you will change us, God, we will change where we are. If you will change us, we will change what's happening around us. If you would change us, we'll change our finances, we'll change our future, we'll change our faith, we'll change our family, we'll change everything about us in the name of Jesus. So tonight, God, we say... That in these 21 days, we thank you for how you've made us better. We thank you for how you've made us more excellent. We thank you for how you've made us more spiritual. We're thankful for how you've made us a greater worshiper. We're thankful for how you've made us a greater giver, a greater servant in everything that we do. And in Jesus' name, we give you the glory for that. Come on, on every platform tonight, would you type amen? Guys, if you haven't shared this, I need you to share, 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 share. Let's be a digital missionaries. When you share, people get saved. Last night, people got saved, uh, even at ladies' night. Can you believe that? People got saved. You'll see the updated number tomorrow. I think it's just shy, if not right at, don't quote me on it, uh, 30 people is since last Sunday that have given their lives to the Lord. So in six days, almost 30 people, that's an average of five people a day, have given their lives to the Lord. Can we celebrate that on every platform, right? Isn't that amazing? Can we celebrate that? Come on, Harvest Instagram. I need y'all to share so we can get those numbers up. Listen, um, one of the things that um, that I want for us as we're looking at this, um, we start, again, on Sunday night, we prayed about your past, prayed about your past. And we talked about how you need to um, deal with the issues of your past. And I turned that when I talked about selling the accounts of your past. And then on Tuesday night, we talked about your present. And even on ladies night, we talked about your present, um, that the queen, the scripture says that she had come into the kingdom for what? For such a time as this. She had the seat that she had. She had the position that she had. She had the role that she had, the rank that she had for such a time as this. And I want to challenge us all. And I've been guilty of this many times in my life of not maximizing my now because I'm so focused on my future. I want to cover your past and your present in prayer right now. How many of you can do the hand with emoji that you've been the same way? When you've been so focused on something else, maybe it wasn't your future. Maybe it was, we talked about this earlier in prayer, rumination, which means you were worried about your past. Worried about something that had already happened. Who am I talking to? Well, that's been you. You were worried about something that already happened, something that had already experienced, something that had already went down. Or you were so focused on the future that you did not maximize your now. I can remember in um, one of my businesses that I was building, um, and I built it, it was a very successful business, the largest African-American-led business type uh, in this particular area. And I remember um, that I didn't maximize my now. Um, and so when I looked back over that, I said, okay, what could you have done differently? I want to challenge you, don't live with regrets. I want to cover that. I want to cover your past. I'm going to cover regrets and pray that I want to teach you the rest of the lesson. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray now, God, over our past and even our present. And Father, we declare that we will be not be those that live with regret. We will not be those that live with regret. Father, we thankful that we will learn lessons, but we will not have regret. 
that we will grow from, but we will not have regret, that we will get greater wisdom, which is the appropriate application of knowledge, but we will not have regret. We will not live in regret about something that's already happened. We will not live in regret about what's happening in our now. Instead, Father, we will get the lessons and we will move forward. We will get the lessons and we will move forward. We will get the lessons and we will move forward. We will not have regrets about what we could have done differently. Instead, God, we will use that wisdom to do differently in our next. Father, we will not have regrets about how we could have handled it differently. Instead, we'll get the lessons and we'll move forward in that. We will not be those, God, that live in rumination, meaning that we are living from the past. And we are worried about something from the past that we cannot change. Instead, God, we will be like Paul. Paul said, this one thing I know how to do. I need somebody on every platform to type one thing. This one thing I know how to do. I forget those things that are behind and I press toward the mark of the high calling. I press, I press, I press, which means I will not be stuck. I will not live in regret. There is nothing I can do to change what is being. I can only do something about what's to come. There's nothing I can do about what has been, but there is something I can do about what is to come. This one thing I know how to do. This one thing I know how to do. This one thing I know how to do. I have the gift of the let go. I can let go of my mistakes. I can let go of my failures. I can let go of the people that used to be around me. Father, get us comfortable being in a circle that reflects where we are headed and not where we are being. Father, get us comfortable around people that reflect greatness and don't reflect the gutter. Come on. Father, give us that now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody type amen right there. Um, uh, Listen, so, so in that... Um, we talked about, and we're doing these extra prayer gatherings because, of course, you guys know we always gather together on Monday nights. We've been doing that for a while at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern to pray. And then we added Sunday, Tuesday, and uh, and then tonight. And so we did your past, your present, and then tonight I want to talk about your future. Can you just type this, my future, my future, my future? Um, there's several scriptures that come to mind to deal with this. And I actually want to deal with the reason where we get the concept of the 21-day Daniel fast. Um, but before I go there, the Bible makes several statements. And one of them that is most uh, most interesting is um, in Jeremiah chapter 29. It's a familiar passage of scripture. I want to read you the verse and then I want to give you some context to the verse. Um, because, and this goes back to ladies night. It even goes back to what we were talking about on this Wednesday. Uh, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you. Stop. If you have a pulse, God has a plan. If you have a pulse, God has a plan. Father, forgive us for thinking that you were out of plan when we were still full of pulse. Forgive us, God, for thinking that we had screwed up the plan too big. Oh, my God. I don't know who that's for. Forgive us for thinking that we had screwed up the plan too big to where you were not able to recover. Your plans for us, God, they included us screwing up. Your plans for us, they included, included us messing up. Your plans for us included us. You are omniscient, omniscient. You are all-knowing. You are everything that would ever be studied. It would always revert back to you. There's nothing that can be studied. Now, we'll not go back to you. God, your plans even included our mess up. Your plans even included our detours. Your plans, God, even included us doing our own thing. 
Like Peter, you said, listen, uh, when you return, strengthen my brethren. In other words, you knew Peter was going to drift for a little bit, and then he was going to get his mind together. Father, we thank you that we are in our right mind. Somebody ought to type that. We are in our right mind, Father, that we see like you. We think like you. We operate like you. God, we have the mind of Christ. The scripture says, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also, which means, God, we see it the way you see it. We think about it the way you think about it. We feel the way you feel about it. Uh, we view it the way we view it. That is how we operate in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Come on, everybody type amen. Somebody needs to hear that because you need to know that his plans included you screwing up. Who's ever screwed up? And I'm using screw up on purpose because I know that's a bit more of a brazen term, but I'm using that on purpose because many times we think that that like we blew the plan, not realizing that the plan included you messing up. Come on. The plan included you getting off track. The plan included y'all ready for this. You marrying the wrong person. The plan included you dating the wrong person. The plan included you spending too much time in the wrong city. Let's talk, y'all. The plan included you wasted money. The plan included your bankruptcy. The plan included your divorce. The plan included your marriage. The plan, the plan included that. Bishop, how do you know that? I'm going to read you Bible, and then we're going to cover it in prayer. I'm going to read you this first verse, and this is the verse everybody shouts about. This is the verse everybody shouts about. For, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. If I know the plans I have for you, what did I say? If you got a post, you had a plan. Says the Lord, plans, uh, uh, English standard says plans of welfare. That just means plans for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. In other words, God says, I, I, my plans are good, not for evil. I'm going to give you a future. Come on. Somebody say, I have a future. You have a future that's bigger than your past. Matter of fact, I need you not to judge your future by your past. Come on, prayer. I need you not to judge your future by your past. I need you not to judge your future by your past. Come on. He says, I want to give you a plan. I have plans for you for good, not for evil. Um, evil is this Hebrew word rock which means contrary to you. So God's like, my plans for you aren't contrary to you. In fact, they are for you to conquer. Come on. His plans are not contrary to you. His plans are for you to conquer. His plans are not contrary to you. His plans are for you to conquer, which means there are going to be some issues. Somebody says, you are my conversations with God. Y'all, I got the Holy Ghost. I pray about what we pray about. On every platform, if you have not shared prayer yet, I need you to share, especially over here on the Harvest Instagram. All right, so listen, listen, God says, I got plans for you to conquer, not to not, not to be contrary to you. Now, in all of this, I need you to listen to this. Um, we shout about that, Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 20, we shout about that. But here's what I need you to hear me about, because many times we think when it comes to our future that you've screwed up the plan so bad that there's no way you can ever get back on track. Wave at me or just say yes, or it's me. Or, or If you have ever thought that you have messed up the plan so bad that it's just like, it's not recoverable. Like it's never going to get back on track. And, and I'm not talking about your plan for your life. I'm talking about his plan for your life. Because your plan may be unrecoverable, but it needs to be unrecoverable because that's never what he intended. Y'all wave at me. What's going on, sir? Uh, 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 come on, y'all wave at me. Y'all wave at me. Wait, 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 talk, talk, talk. You're like, this, I didn't screw this thing up. I didn't mess this thing up. 
Come on, Bishop Foreman, Instagram over here. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Uncommon Gospel. Come on, Periscope. Like, I didn't mess this thing up too big. I didn't mess this thing up too bad. And I need you to listen to the verse. You shout about verse 11, but the power is in verse 10. You ready? Here it is. But thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for uh, Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. Shut up. What is that? What is that? Listen very carefully. He says, I got great plans for you. You got a pulse? I got a plan. My plans are to give you a future. My plans are to give you a hope. But before he says that, he says, I have put you into a situation where for 70 years, you're going to be in Babylon. Everybody, please listen to me now. We're about to cover it in prayer. Babylon in Hebrew means confusion. He says, for 70 years, you're going to be confused. And then it's all going to make sense. I could throw my chair. For 70 years, you're going to be confused. You're going to live in a state of confusion, thinking that you've screwed the plan up so big that it's unrecoverable. For 70 years, hit ta-da-da-ba-shia. For 70 years, you're going to think that this is never going to change, that this is never going to improve. You're going to think that you've lost it and it's unrecoverable. You're going to think that you've done irre irre uh, irrevocable damage to your life, irrevocable damage to your finances, irrevocable damage to your future. You're going to think your damage good for 70 years. And what does seven mean in Hebrew? It is the number of completion. God says, I'm going to leave you in confusion until I complete some things in you. Come on, y'all. I'm going to leave you in confusion for 70 years until I complete you. I need to complete your thinking. I need to complete your attitude. I need to humble you. You're too arrogant. I need to shut your mouth. You talk too much. Come on. I need to fix your attitude. It's too salty. I need to fix you. Every time you start winning, you start clapping back at people when instead you need to lift your hands up. Verse 10 is where the power is because God says, after 70 years, I'm coming to see about you and all of us go make sense. Please, let's go up and pray our Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you right now, God, that concerning our future, God, you are literally using our present as, as preparation. Father, we have not messed up the plan too big. We've not screwed it up too big. We don't have that much power. Come on. You have bought us with a price. You literally gave your life so that we could have life and have life more abundantly. And so, Father, just like you told the Hebrews that for 70 years, they were going to be in confusion. For 70 years... They were going to be in Babylon. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the confusing places we've been in the last five years, six years, ten years, seven years, however long we've been there. Father, we thank you for it. We are thankful for our Babylon. Come on, who can say thank you for my Babylon? Thank you for my confusion. Thank you, Father, for the moments I wondered why. Thank you for the moments I said, why is this happening to me? Thank you for the moments, God, I said, I can't deal with this. Why is this happening? Why am I experiencing this? We thank you for those moments, God, because those moments were preparation for verse 11. Those moments were preparation for verse 11. Father, we thank you for, for, for verse 11, but we really get excited about verse 10. Because Babylon was getting us uh, getting us prepared. Babylon was stripping the baggage off of us. Babylon was changing our mentality, changing our outlook, changing our heart, changing our view. Babylon was preparing us. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to type amen right there? I don't know why y'all haven't shared this yet. I need you to share this. If you haven't shared this yet. All right, so check this out. For, God says, listen, I'm going to leave you there for 70 years. For 70 years, 
for 70 years. For 70 years, I'm going to leave you there. I'm going to leave you there um, for 70 years because there's something I need to accomplish in you. There's something I need to accomplish in you. And, and then, listen, let me, let me tell you what he says to them while they're there. Let me tell you what he says to you while you're there. So verse 11 is where he talks about your future. Verse 10 is where he tells you that your, that, that your present situation is preparation for your future and you have literally not screwed it up too bad. I rebuke those thoughts of depression. Come on. I rebuke those thoughts of feeling, uh, being filled with anxiety about your future. I rebuke those thoughts about being filled with tension about your future because of how rocky your Babylon has been. Your Babylon is necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. Listen to me. This is what he tells him. He says, so why y'all are in Babylon? Listen to what he tells him to do. He says, because uh, here's the deal. And this is what I talked about at Ladies Night. And again, if you missed it, go get the podcast. And, uh, and again, fellas, it'll speak to us too. It's not just a woman for ladies, uh, a word for ladies. It's a word for men too. Um, he was telling them, I need you to change the view of your now, because if you don't, then watch me, then when you get to your future, you won't know it. When you get to your future, you won't know it. When you get to your next, you won't know it. You won't even know that you are out of it. Mm. You won't, God, you won't even know that you're out of it. You won't even know when you're out of it. You won't even know when you're out of it. So listen, this is what he tells them to do in Jeremiah 29. We're praying tonight. It's our last day. In case you just come in, 21 days of fasting and prayer. Today is the last day. The fast ends at midnight. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can jump on. But you can't jump on for these last uh, five hours or six hours or whatever uh, to a fast. And you can start you a full 21 days. Look. This is what he says. Verse four, thus says the Lord of hosts to the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I've sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Look at verse five, build houses and live in them. Wow. He said, I need you to literally maximize your current, listen, living situation. Whoa, whoa. I need you to maximize your current living situation. He said, you, you headed out of Babylon, but I need you to maximize it while you're there right now. Oh my, come on. Then he says, um, I want you to build houses and live in them. Then he, said, then he says, I want you to plant gardens and eat their produce. The, the point was, he was trying to get them to understand that um, if you don't, please listen to me, that if you don't, um, if you want to eat, you're going to have to plant it. You're going to eat what you plant. You're going to eat what you plant. He says, I need you to plant the garden and then eat from it. He says, so this is when your seed sowing, when you in your Babylon, your seed should be at its highest dispersal amount. Your seed should be at your highest dispersal amount. At your highest. He says, I need you to plant gardens and then I need you to eat from them. I need you to plant and I need you to harvest. I need you to sow because I need you to reap. I need you to sow. I need you to reap. I need you to sow. Come on, y'all. I need you to reap. God, give us the grace to do what you told us while we're in now. Maximize the living situation. Maximize, Father, our sowing and our reaping during this time. Maximize what we are putting in the ground during this time now in Jesus' name. Look at verse 6. Oh, my God. You ready for this? He says, take wives, have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there. Don't decrease. Everybody listen. Let me do the first part. First part, he says, is don't put off 
connecting with people until you get to your next. Because let me tell you what Babylon does. If I listen, Babylon makes you want to isolate to where I don't want to deal with anybody else. Who am I talking to? Wave at me, please. Babylon says, "Mm -mm, I'm done with these people. I'm done with this city. I'm done with this environment. Please listen to me because I know exactly what I am talking about right here. Please listen to me on this one. I mean, like, look, I ain't no need in connecting with no new people. Ain't no need in talking to no new people. I'm, I, I'm up out of here. I'm gone. Bye. Deuces. I'm, my next 12 going to be better than my last 12. And, and so what happens is, is that you, there's some connections that you won't make because you're antisocial and you're now. Come on. There was a banker you needed to meet that you wouldn't speak to because you're antisocial and you're now. Please listen to me. God almighty right through here. Jesus, who am I talking to? Right? Somebody said, I sent to hell with people, right? In other words, you become shut off to people because you are so focused on your future. And God says, I need you not to do that. It's just because while you're in Babylon, you watch me. Where did Daniel, and we're about to go to Daniel. Man, this is a whole word. I should have made this Saturday night church. We're covering this in prayer. Daniel said, where did Daniel meet Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Babylon? Where did he meet them? In Babylon. Daniel's three friends. You read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their Hebrew names were different. You read about those three, but Daniel met them. Daniel met them. Daniel met them. Daniel met them. Daniel met them in Babylon. He met them in Babylon. Those became his road dogs. His rider died. A rider lives. As I say that. His rider lives. He met them while he was in Babylon. And for some of you, you got to hear me while you are in your Babylon moment, which is what your now feels like. God says, but I still need, there's still some people that I need to connect you to. And listen, it's not a whole lot, but I need you not to be shut down. I need you not to be shut down. I need you not to be antisocial. I need you not to be weird acting. I need you, I need you not to do that. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus name, we pray that we would have the t- uh, tenacity, the tenacity to be able to trust. Mm. Again, Father, because in Babylon, Babylon, that confusion will create, Father, a silo where we shut down, we shut out, we don't speak, we don't communicate. And in Jesus' name, Father, we know our next is coming, but we got to maximize the people in our now. There's still some great people in our now. There's still some amazing people in our now. There's still some great relationships and connections and business partnerships that are in our now. For some of you, I just heard the Holy Ghost loud and clear. Literally, your next six-figure deal is based on somebody you know right now. Father, give us the grace to be able to even communicate again. Father, many times we like to be on social media, but we don't like to be sociable. We don't like to be social because we don't want to deal with people because we've been hurt, because we've been let down, because we've been betrayed, because we don't want to trust, because we say to hell with these people. I'm, I'm done with that. Father, we release that because our greatness, Father, there's greatness that will be unlocked and revealed even as we connect with people in our Babylon, in our now. And for that, we give you glory. Come on, y'all. Let's just take a quick break right there. We're about halfway through. Can I just get you to release that digital praise? Give him some computer love on the screen, please. Hallelujah. A thank you, Jesus. A yes, Lord. Something. Put it on there right now. I promise you I understand this one. I promise you I understand this one more than you know. All right? You can be so disenchanted 
with the the Babylon and the the, the Babylonians and the people that you're around in your now, not realizing that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there were three other Hebrew boys that were there. So there's, there's these four guys that are friends, got it? They're all contemporaries. They're all young men, got it? And these young men, as they are coming together, they found others that were like them in the midst of confusion, in the midst of confusion. And for some of you, you're going to find you a Shadrach, a Meshach, and a Abednego that's going to walk with you through the fire. And you're going to find them in Babylon because they're in Babylon, but they're not like Babylon. Oh, my God. They're in Denver, but they ain't got that Denver spirit. I can go now. They're in your city, but they don't have a spirit of the people of your city. Jesus. Hey, My God, my God. All right, let's go. Let's go. God, that's good to me. Mm, that's better to me than you know it. Look. All right, look. He says, uh, verse 7. Here's the next part. And then we're going to transition to Daniel. I have to introduce Daniel. We're going to transition to Daniel, okay? This is the last prayer of these 21 days of fasting and prayer. Um, look, verse 7. He says, seek for the welfare of the good of the city that I've sent you into exile in. Stop. Do you look at your current location in life, maybe physically, maybe the situationally, psychologically, spiritually, do you look at it as a sentence or as a setup? As a sentence or as a setup? How many of you be honest that you have looked at your current location? And it may not be like your city literally, but it, it can be your city uh, figuratively or a, a psychological place that you're in or a spiritual place that you're in or a trans, transitive place that you're in. How many of you have looked at it as a sentence? If that's you, just say sentence. Just type sentence on the screen. Every platform, every platform. Air platform, this type of sentence. Come on, uh, Harvest Instagram, y'all share some on. Come on, share some on. Let's get your numbers up. I, do you look at it as a sentence or a setup? Because can I be honest with you? I have been guilty of looking at it as a sentence. And the Lord had to show me, son, this has not been a sentence. This has been a setup for you. I have literally been setting you up in a good way. In a good way. I want to cover that in prayer. Because the way you view it, determines how much you get out of it. The way you view it determines how much you get out of it. And if you view it as a sentence, you're not going to get much out of it. So when you do get to your next, you don't have everything that you needed. But if you view it as a setup, you want to extract everything you can out of it. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, God, I pray that you would shift how we see the Babylonian spaces we have in life. The places in our lives where there's confusion, the places in our lives where there's maybe dissatisfaction, disillusionment. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for viewing it as a sentence. And instead, God, we view it as a setup. In other words, you were using it to get something in us. Again, you told them you're going to be here for 70 years. You're going to do it for 70 years. You're going to do it for 70 years. You're going to do something in them to complete them. You're going to do something in them to complete them. So, Father, we refuse to view now as a sentence. God, we view it as a setup. It is a setup to get us out of debt. Come on. It's a setup to make us wiser. It's a setup to make us stronger. It's a setup to make us better. And we give you thanks for that, God. Forgive us for calling a setup a sentence. Forgive us for mislabeling our now. Forgive us for mislabeling portions of our 2020. Forgive us for mislabeling portions of the last five years, the last 10 years. 
of our lives. Forgive us for mislabeling betrayal. Forgive us for mislabeling hurt. Forgive us for mislabeling disappointment. Forgive us for mislabeling success. Forgive us for mislabeling failure. Forgive us for mislabeling the mountain. Forgive us for mislabeling the valley, God. Forgive us for that and shift how we see it. Please, everybody type shift. Shift how we see it tonight. In the name of Jesus. So we would view it as a setup and not a sentence. In Jesus' name, everybody, come on, say amen. That's good to me. Listen, can I be honest? Um, God has really been good to me. God's been good to Harvest. Harvest, as you don't know, is in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado was 46 out of 50 for the lowest church attendance in the nation. 1,700 pastors quit the ministry every single month. It's probably much higher now. 1,700 pastors quit the ministry every single month. They project that half of that happens from Denver West. So from Denver, then going west, the Rocky Mountains and, and cities and states and all of that west. Denver is a place that does not have, in case you cannot see, I am African-American. Why are you bringing that up? Harvest is multicultural, multi-generational, multiracial. And here's what's amazing about that. Um, Harvest is, uh, or excuse me, Denver is not a place with a lot of ethnic nor racial diversity. It is 4%. Please, can somebody just type a 4? Because I need you to get this. You're going to understand what I'm about to tell you in a minute. It is 4% African-American. Got it? There are 62,217 African-Americans. I have the maps. I know the exact number. 62,217 African-Americans in the Denver metro area. Now, why is that important for you to understand? That is out of over two and a half some odd million people in the metro area. You're going to catch it in a minute. So if you are a guy who is planning a church from scratch with nothing, with no benefactor, what is that? Somebody to write checks for you. God provided. Come on. When you are building something um, from the ground up, listen, you would think that God would want you to build it. Please listen and start building it in a place that's more favorable to you, like an Atlanta, like a Chicago, like a Houston, like a Dallas, like a Detroit, like a Los Angeles, like a New York, like a Charlotte, like a Nashville, like a Memphis, like a D.C. No. Everybody listen to me. God handpicked you, I need you to catch this, we're going to cover it in prayer, and put you in a Babylonian place to begin building and crafting what you're going to take with you into your future. Come on. He literally put you in a Babylonian place to learn how to build, to learn how to craft. Look what he says. I need you to pray for the good of the city and pray for the Lord on its behalf. For if it does well, you do well. And for years, I was wrong because I viewed Denver. I was like, God, like, why? Like, come on, sir, Jesus Christ. And he was like, no, son, I'm going to teach you how to do it. You know what he said to me when we first started? And I didn't get it until many, many years later. He said, son, if, if you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. Let me see if I can say it another way. Son, if you can do it in Babylon, you can do it anywhere. So I changed my prayer. I started to pray for the city. I bought a big old picture of downtown. And every time I walked down one of the hallways by my office, I lay my hands on the city. I started praying in a different way. I stopped, I stopped being so critical and I said, okay, well, what I need to do is maximize what's going on and maximize why I am here. And for some of you, watch me, you can't be, listen, 
Because you view it as a sentence, all you want is a release instead of increase. Hey, see, Father, we we decide that we don't just want to be released. We want to increase while we're in it. God, I can throw my chair. We want to be increased while we are in what's confusing. We want to be increased while we are in what seems difficult. We want to be increased while we are in what seems challenging. We want to be increased. That's what you said. Pray for the city and pray for its good. For if the city does well, you do well. And so, Father, change how we pray about what we're in now, about what we're facing now, about what we're dealing with now. Please, everybody type increase on every single platform. Please follow my instructions. Life and death and the power of your tongue. Father, in Jesus' name, that's what we declare. So wherever we are at, for some, it's the literal city. For some, God, it is it is a, a, a philosophical place. For some, it's this stage of life. It's this 35 for them or 45 or 65 or 55 or whatever their age is or whatever their relationship status. Maybe they are in between or they're single or they're dating or they're different, whatever, wherever that place is for us, whatever that status is for us, Father, we don't want just release from it. We want increase in it, increase financially, increase knowledge-wise, increase in the level of our erudite prowess. That means that our, our intellectual ability in the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody, please type amen right there. Y'all, we only got about 22 minutes left. Um, I, I got to get you to your future. We're praying. This is the last day of 21 days of fasting and prayer. All right. So, so, so listen, so um, I was guilty of that because I literally was like, God, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. And he said, son, but I'm blessing you where you're at. Son, I'm increasing you where you're at. Son, you are doing what other, listen, what others that look like you don't do where you do it. Mm, come on. He says, son, you're getting more done. And, and because, you know, I've been, I've been a businessman since I was 12 years old. Um, some of you have heard a little bit of my story. By the time I was 21, I built a very successful business and continued to do so. And I was like, God, like I am used to winning and winning huge and winning big. And like, come on, like, God, this is amazing. This is great. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. But Jesus Christ, I know there's more. And I need to hear, I need everybody to hear me. There is more. There is more. Hey, see, I never There is more. There is more. There is more. But it comes with how you handle your now. It comes with how you handle your now. Pray for the welfare of your city. Now, for some of you, it's your literal city. I, I want us to do what the scripture says, and then we're going to move to Daniel, who I introduced to you. Because Daniel was in a now, and his now was a prayer about his future. That's how the 21-day Daniel fast came about. It's because he was in his now, and in his now, he was dealing with some stuff. And the angel comes and starts speaking to him about his future. All right. And we're going to get to that. All right. But but I got it. I got to deal with this. Um, can you whatever when it says pray for the welfare of your city, whatever that Babylon represents for you, whatever that Babylon represents for you. Can I get you to type that on the screen? If it's your literal city, put the name of your city. If it is um, or your relationship status, put that. If it's your health status, put that. If it is uh, a change that happened in life, if it's unemployment, whatever it is, um, I want you to put it because the Bible says pray for the welfare, pray for the good of it. Oh, my God. He says, because if it does well, you do well. 
If it does well, you do well. If it does well, you do well. If it does well, you do well. In other words, what is he really saying? I need to change how you view it because I got to get you out of this negative mentality. I got to get you out of this negative thinking. All right, just put it, whatever it is, okay? For some of you, it's the little city. For some of you, it's just whatever it is, all right? I'm gonna give you about two seconds, uh, but two seconds. I'll give you more than that. I'll give you 10 seconds to type it. While y'all are typing that, let me say, if you're just coming in, to prayer tonight, I need you to like the video. Tell us where you're watching from. Share this thing tonight. Share this thing tonight. Normally, we don't pray together on a Sunday night. Or what is this? A Saturday night. Excuse me. On a Saturday night. This is the last day of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And so we're coming together to pray. It's a pop-up prayer. All right. And I'll tell you why I got the podcast screen behind me in just a minute. All right. Actually, I already referenced it, but I'll reference it again. All right. So let's cover this right now. The Bible says, pray for its good. And, and you praying for its good, you would do good. And it's different for everybody. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for the good of what we just typed. We pray for the welfare, for the progress of what we just typed. And in Jesus' name, God, we give you glory that it would do well. We're just following your word. You said, pray on its behalf. For in its welfare, you'll find your welfare. In its good, we would find our good. So Father, we declare increase in whatever it is that we used to want release from. We declare increase, increase. What does that mean? More. What does that mean? Productivity. What does that mean? Results. What does that mean? Something. What does that mean? Something to hold, something to have, something that we can say, look at what I was able to achieve and what I was in. Father, forgive us for every time we cursed our city. Come on. Forgive us for every time we cursed our now. Forgive us for every time we cursed whatever it is we just typed on the screen. Father, we ask for forgiveness for that because we demonstrated that we didn't even understand what we were in. We didn't even understand what it was, but instead, God, we will benefit from it. We will grow from it. We will have results from it. We will be strengthened from it. We will learn new strategies from it. We will learn how to be the minority, but still be able to influence the majority. Come on. We will learn how to not be dealt a good hand, but still play a good hand, uh, uh, play that bad hand well. We will learn how to not have all of what other people do and get more done than the people that have it. Father, not because we're competing with them, but Father, we're maximizing what you have given for us to do. You said you have set before us a race that we would run that race and we would run that race, Father, with endurance. Forgive us for trying to run somebody else's race. Forgive us for trying to do somebody else's dance and somebody else's song and somebody else's situation. That's not what you've given us. We pray that we would maximize what you've given us to do in Jesus' name. Whoo! Wow, that's good to me. Is this good to anybody else? This is good to me. This is good prayer. This is good prayer. How do we pray? How do we pray? We pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. Prayer, listen guys, prayer is not just a monologue where you talk, 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 talk and say in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue where you respond, where you respond. Um, I, I saw something today um, that was really good. I watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Um, anybody else seen that? I watched the first Prince of Bel-Air reunion. It's on a particular network um, subscription thing. And so I watched it. And I got to be honest, there were a few times during it. Don't tell nobody that uh, I got teary eyed during it. And I got teary eyed while I was watching 
because there were so, so many good principles there. Um, so many good principles there. And one of the most pivotal moments for me is in, it had been 27 years since Will had seen Janet Hubert or Huber or Hubert, if, if I'm mispronouncing her last name. Um, she was the original Aunt Viv. And uh, in that, they had not talked to each other in 27 years. Um, and he said, I could not do a 30-year anniversary. You watched it too? I cannot see a 30, I cannot do a 30-year anniversary without bringing you a part of this because you were part of this. And she said something that was so powerful. And I, and I want you to listen to this as we transition to this. Um, during that time on the show, uh, she says, uh, it's not that she was fired. Um, what happened is they offered her a contract that the deal wasn't a good deal. And she said, I can't do that deal. And they said, well, fine, we're going to recast your role. Um, and in that, um, the word that um, that was essentially shared about her is that she was difficult. And this is what she said. She said, saying that a, and this is what she said about herself. She said, saying, saying about a darker skinned African-American woman in the industry, saying she's difficult was the kiss of death. And then she says, why did you do what you did to me? Listen, why did you do what you did to me? And then Will says something powerful. He said, I was operating from a place of fear. So Everything and everybody was a threat to me. Mm. What are you selling me that for, Bishop? If you are operating from fear in your now, listen, you will end up wounding who it was that you needed to walk with you. Mm. If you are operating from a place of fear, you will end up striking who you needed to help save you. Come on. If you end up walking and living in fear, you will end up tearing down who it was that you needed to help build you build you up. And so I want to pray that as we get ready from your now to your future, because we're going to spend the last, we got 13 minutes, we're going to spend these last 13 minutes praying about your future. I want to pray that you that, that you can learn from that. I learn from everything. I especially love movies. I, last night I watched a movie after church. I watched the movie. I was tired. And then, and then all of a sudden, boom, I got this burst of energy. And I watched this movie called Unhinged, which that's a whole nother thing. My point is, I, I like to learn from everything. And um, in that movie, this guy basically was going through a situation um, that just made him snap. He just went unhinged. Um, and it went from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. All because, if you're honest, all because this man was operating from a place of fear that he had lost everything and he could never recover. Woo! I just need somebody to say, I can recover. I, for those of you who feel like you've lost some stuff, you've lost some friends, you lost some people, just say, I can recover. I can recover. Let's cover that. Father, we will not operate from a place of fear that causes us to make decisions that are not good for our next, that are not good for our future, that we will not do. Father, we declare that whatever it is we're facing, whatever it is that our challenges are, we can recover. And not just recover, but we can be better than what it was before. Father, 2020 has brought some interesting challenges. It's brought some interesting uh, 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 obstacles. But God, the reality is we're coming out better than when we went in. Father, I pray. I pray 
Now, when we come out of this pandemic, Father, we will be able to say we prosper, not just with knowledge and wisdom, but financially, not just financially, but in our faith, not just in our faith, but in our family, not just in not just in our, our family, not just in our faith, but in, 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 our, in our belief, God. That you can do anything but fail. Father, we declare, I see somebody says 2020 has been my best year yet, that that will be our testimony of 2020, that it will have been our best year yet, but the next 12, will be better than our last 12. We pray that our testimony about now will be that it has been amazing. It has been incredible. It has been uh, 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 mind blowing, that it has been gargantuan, that it has been rewarding, that it has been prosperous, that when we check the record books, that the numbers will reflect that we got more done, that we accomplished more, that we achieved more than we did in any other years of our lives. And God, we're thankful for that, but we're also grateful that these next 12, come on, y'all, let's go, will be our best 12 in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen right there. All right. Y'all, if you just come in and like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Somebody said, I lost everything and you're the happiest. Come on here. Come on here. You, that's, you better get this thing. You better get this thing tonight. All right. So listen. Um, so in that, what did we just read from Jeremiah 29? He says, he says, I need you to maximize the now. Pray for the city. Pray for your now. Um, because in it doing well, you will do well. Now, what's amazing is um, I brought up where did Daniel meet? Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He met them in Babylon. And that's where they were for 70 years. They were in Babylon, which takes us to Daniel chapter 10, verse number three. So what happens is essentially you have Babylonian rule, uh, Pet uh, Persian rule, and, and some other things I won't go too deep for the sake of time. So whenever it talks about Persia, really what you have is conquering kingdoms that are conquering kingdoms, but it's all in the same relative geographic area. Um, what the Babylonians would do is they took the Hebrews from what was what is North Africa, and then they took them into their land. So Daniel chapter 10, verse number three, this is where the Daniel fast comes in. And we're going to spend our last nine minutes together praying about this. And then we're going to invite those of you who do not know Jesus or need to recommit yourself to him. We're going to invite you to come to the Lord tonight. All right, Daniel chapter 10, verse three. It says, I ate no pleasant food, nor meat, nor wine came into my mouth, nor did I know myself at all until three whole weeks were fulfilled. 21 days, 21 days, 21 days. He didn't eat any pleasant food. And let me just tell you, thank God, because to God be the glory, um, you know, through the process of technology and whatever, a lot of this Daniel fast food is good now. Listen, I had something today. I was like, my God, Jesus. All right. Verse five. I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of euphaz. His body was like beryl, his face was like the appearance of a lightning, his eyes were like torches of fire, his arms and his feet like burnished bronze in color. So it was about my skin complexion, maybe slightly darker. And the sound of his words, like the voice of a multitude. So when he spoke, it spoke like many people were speaking at one time. Listen, verse seven, and I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Stop. Whenever your future is concerned, um, oftentimes God has to pull you into isolation, pull you into isolation, pull you into isolation. Daniel said, I alone, uh, I want to cover the moments you feel alone. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. Have you had some moments where even if you have people around 
Even if you could call people on the phone, even if you could FaceTime people, you felt alone. Father, in Jesus' name, we realize that when it's time to talk about the future, that you often do it with us alone. You do it with us alone so that there cannot be contamination from the voices of those that mean well, but do not know better. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's move. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. God, here it is. Look, the people with them didn't see it. Why didn't they see it? Um, for a few reasons, um, but in particular, they were not fasting and praying. Um, and so this is so important. Um, the Bible says that they fled and they hid themselves. I need you not to be mad. Got it? When people around you flee. Okay? Um, that's because God wants to have a conversation they can't hear. Come on, somebody to say, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I need you not to be mad. When your phone, you ready for this? When your phone goes dry and you used to that thing being like a hotline, I need you not to be mad. I need you not to be angry. I need you not to be frustrated. This is what happens when God's about to deal with your future. Just say, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Don't be mad when you're like, you know what? This phone, don't be mad. All right, listen. Verse 11, and he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved. Daniel means um, God is my judge. The feminine of that is Danielle. It means God is my judge. Check this out. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words I speak to you. He says, stand upright. He said, get up. Here it is again. What have I been preaching since the conference? Get up, get up, get up. He says, stand up, get up. I have been sent to you. As we conclude this 21 days of fasting and prayer, I need you. Matter of fact, I'm going to just do it as a prophetic gesture. I need you to get out of your posture of rest and get into your stance. Come on. Father, give us the grace to be in our stance. That means that it's time for action to come forth, that it's time for steps to come forth, that it's time for movement to come forth in the name of Jesus. Now, look. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood, but watch me, I stood trembling. What is he saying? He's saying, I was nervous. I was nervous. I was nervous. I was nervous because as much as I've been praying for God to do something big, I'm nervous about doing something big. Come on. As much as I've been praying for God to do something that blows my mind, I'm nervous about what might blow my mind. I'm nervous about what may blow my mind. God, we release our trembling to you. We release our uncertainty to you. The opposite of faith is not fear, it's certainty. So not only, Father, do we decide not to live in fear, but we decide not to live by certainty. We decide not to live by certainty. We decide not to live by certainty, but to live in our belief that if you said it, we believe it, that settles it. If you said it, we believe it, that settles it. If you said it, we believe it, that settles it. In Jesus' name. Come on, we're almost done. Four more minutes. Let's go. Pray about your future. Verse 12. Then he said to me, Daniel, do not fear. Daniel, from the first day you set your heart. What does heart mean in scripture? Your mind. Lev in the Old Testament, Cardi in the New Testament. Your mind to understand and to humble yourself before God. That's the fasting and prayer part. Your words were heard. Listen, please listen to me. Please listen to me. I came to you because of your words. I'm here because of what you said. 
I'm here because of what you prayed. I'm here because of what you spoke. God, give us the grace to not speak negative. Put your words in our mouth. Put your words in our mouth and let what you say be the end game. Let what you say be the final words. Put your words in our mouth. The angel was there because of what Daniel said. The angel was there because of what Daniel spoke. And Father, we summon, listen, we summon the angels from heaven because they don't come from continents. We summon the angels from heaven right now, God, on our, our behalf to do war for us concerning our now and concerning our future. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Father, that as we come to the conclusion of this 21 days, Father, 4,000 years ago, approximately, Daniel was doing the same thing. And he was on day 21, just like we are gathered right now uh, on all these digital platforms. 4,000 years ago, approximately, Daniel was in this type of situation. And on this 21st day, he was praying. And that's when the angel showed up. My God, that's when the angel showed up. That's when the angel showed up. So tonight, God, I pray that you would come and visit us in our homes. Come visit us in dreams. Come visit us in our sleep. Come visit us in our worship. Come visit us in our praise. Come visit us. If you did it for Daniel thousands of years ago. You can do the same thing for us right here and right now. What does that mean? Messengers are coming and they're bringing messages of hope. They're bringing messages of peace. They are coming and they are like the Lord of hosts. Uh, they, uh, the hosts mean the warring angels. They are warring on our behalf. On anything that's been blocked up, anything that's been stopped up. We pray that you will let the angels, Father, war on our behalf. The angels showed up because of what Daniel said. And so, Father, we pray finances to be released to us in the six figures, seven figures, eight figures right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray for every debt to be canceled. Come on, put some words on the screen. The angel said, I'm here because of what you said. 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 Father, in Jesus' name, we use our words to see our world transformed. We use our words to see our world Change in the name of Jesus. Father, those that have wronged us, force them to apologize. Father, not because we want to get the glory, but because we want to see you get the glory and get the advantage over uh, those that would come against us. Just like you did, God, you said, I'm going to get the advantage over Pharaoh. I'm going to get the advantage over him so that they will know. That you are the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak healing. We speak healing right now. In the tops of our head, in the soles of our feet, Father, we rebuke complications from coronavirus. We rebuke respiratory issues. We rebuke sickness of any kind. We declare, Father, that we're covered in the blood. We're covered in the blood, Father. And that anything that, Father, you let get past that, Father, that our recovery would be quick. In the name of Jesus, we declare that every cell in our body, that it operates at optimal capacity, just like you designed from original intent. In the name of Jesus. Woo. Come on. It's right at eight o'clock. Can I finish? I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish either way. The angel said, I'm here because of what you said. 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 Jesus. Verse 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. Listen, listen. So there's so many levels to that. And I'm just going to keep it super simple. I'm going to give it to you real quick. And I've taught on this before. So you can go get messages on fasting. 
The prince, notice I'm standing up. Y'all see I'm standing? Because that's what Daniel did. Daniel, he says, get up. He says, when I'm here, you stand up. When I'm here, you get on your feet. Whenever you're in the presence of greatness, you automatically get to your feet. That way, watch me, you are, you are speaking to the greatness that's in your presence that I recognize the greatness that is in you. All right, listen. The prince of Persia withstood me. Two things. One, every region, every territory, has, the scripture talks about we cast down imaginations and then it just turns principality. A principality was a ruler over a region. And in the spirit realm, uh, every region has rulers. They have spiritual forces and wickedness, the Bible calls them, that deal with the regions. Simply put, simply put, those are the prevailing mentalities over certain areas. The prevailing thought process over certain areas. You go to certain cities, everybody in the city is trying to make money. They're trying to make it happen. They're hustlers. They get the job done. You go to certain cities, uh, everybody's satisfied. You go to certain areas, everybody's passionate about the Lord, passionate about church. You go to other areas, they're not. Are you catching the point? So when it says the Prince of Persia, there's literally a spiritual force that sits over every region. That's why you're going to be careful because if you start summoning angels from Africa, you don't actually know what you're calling about. I'm going to leave that alone. You don't know what you're calling on. So you need to be careful because you don't know what you're calling on. What you call on might actually work against you. Huh? I'm just saying. Listen. Um, so listen. Uh, but more specifically, but more specifically, it is the prevailing mentality. So look what he said. He said, listen what he says. He says, I came to you, Michael, or I came to you, Daniel, but the moment, I see y'all laughing. I'm just telling you the truth because I know the word. Y'all, it goes in there. Look, 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 look. He says, I came to you, Daniel, but my issue was the prevailing mentality of where you've been kept me from getting through to you. I need you to catch it. Your mentality has created a block so I couldn't even get the message to you. I couldn't even get it to you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right now. I need you to lay your hands on yourself if you can. If you're driving, don't lay your hands on yourself. Just say, Lord, touch my mind. Touch my mind. Touch my mind. Because your mentality, literally, you're starting to act like these Persians, Daniel. Mm. You're starting to act like these people where you've been, you're starting to act like the Babylonians. You're supposed to just be around them, not act like them. Come on, if, you, if you've been on prayer, you know what we're talking about, right? right? He said, I couldn't even get through to you because you always think you're a victim. I couldn't even get through to you because you never would consider that maybe your Judas had your last name. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me right now. I couldn't even get through to you because you wouldn't even consider that maybe the problem ain't your leadership, maybe it's you. Y'all ain't gonna talk. I couldn't even get through to you because you wouldn't even consider that maybe you were wrong. Come on, Father, we repent for our mindset that has gotten in the way. Come on, I gotta finish because I'm three minutes over. Look, verse 13, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. 21 days. That ends, for those of us that have been fasting, that ends today. Which means biblical precedent says there is no spiritual block and there's no mental block that can last beyond midnight tonight. Ooh. Shut up. There's no spiritual block. There's no mental block, nor spiritual block. Precedent says it can't last beyond today. I need some of you who have been like, when is this going to be over? Just say this. It can't last beyond today. God almighty. It cannot last beyond today. It cannot last beyond today. It cannot last beyond today. It cannot last. Biblical precedent says you can't last beyond 21 days. You got to go. You got to go. Shut up. Woo. I don't literally mean shut up. This is just so good to me. Look, 
But the uh, Prince of the Kingdom of Persia, verse 13, Daniel 10, 13, uh, which stood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, see princes. So this is where we get the understanding. Chief princes, the angels were referred to as um, one of the terms was princes. And Joel, they referred to the sons of God. God then gave that title to us, which is what created the whole issue with Satan in the first place. Because we became the sons, they became the servants. That's a whole nother word for a whole nother day. It's a whole nother word for a whole nother day. Look. Um, he says, um, Michael came and helped me. One of the chief princes or the archangels. He came to help me. I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. I, I, I don't have time to deal with that because now he doesn't say the prince of Persia. This is with the kings of Persia. He says, there's multiple things in the atmosphere, multiple things in your mind that have become kingdoms within themselves. Kingdoms within themselves. Like you always think that you can't do it when the reality is you can. It's become a kingdom within itself. I don't have time to go deeper. Look at verse 14. Now, I've come to make you understand what will happen in the latter days. For the vision yet refers to many days to come. He said, I'm coming to make you understand your future. Let me see if I can say it another way. It's all about to make sense. It's all about to make sense. I'm going to say it one more time. Then we go up in the spirit for like 60 seconds. It's all about to make sense. What's the plan for my future? You're going to understand real in, in a real short amount of time. It's all about to make sense. He said, I came to tell you what's about to happen. I came to tell you your future. I came to tell you what's getting ready to go down. I came to tell you what's about to happen. And all of it is because for 21 days, you fasted and you prayed. For those of you like, Bishop, I just heard about the fast. I want to do it. You can jump on it. Get on it. I mean, you got to start your fresh one. Now, don't talk about it. I'm going to have on this fast for these last four hours. No, 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 no. Get, get, you, get your future. He says, I'm coming to tell you about your future. He says, you've survived your now. I'm coming to tell you about your future. I'm about to show you some things. I'm about to reveal some things to you. So I want to cover this in prayer tonight. Um, and then there's one last thing I want to do. Father, in Jesus' name, we are thankful, God, that you literally, tonight, thousands of years ago, was the night that the angel appeared to Daniel. And when the angel appeared to Daniel, my God, you said, let me tell you about your future. Let me tell you what's about to happen. In other words, it's all going to make sense. Your 70 years in Babylon is going to make sense. What happened with this is going to make sense. Why I kept you on that job is going to make sense. Why I let them leave you is going to make sense. Why I got rid of them, all of it's going to make sense. And for that, God, we say we're ready to receive. God, we are open. We are open tonight, Father, that you would speak through dreams. We're open tonight, God, Father, that you would speak through visions. We are open, Father, that you would even speak with the word that comes from the pulpit tomorrow at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. We are open. We are open. And God, we are sure enough ready to receive. Father, we pray that we would have sensitivity. Why? Because the fast has taken down the prince of Persia. It's taken down our mentality. It's taken down the kings that we've set up in our thought process. We are open and we're ready to receive God, even if it's different than what we planned. Hey, Shabbat. Even if it's different than what we thought, we are open right now. In Jesus' name, my God. Can I get everybody to say amen? I'm eight minutes over. Can I get us all to say amen right there? Um, so listen, guys. Um, wow. If you came in and didn't hear all of this, 
It'll be available on demand right away. I need you to watch it. So let me tell you what happens next. Number one, um, uh, let me do this. If you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. If you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night. You'll be like, Mr. Foreman, I don't know. I'm not sure. Tonight's your night to be sure. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Right now, on the count of three, I want you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. I want to lead you to Jesus real quick. Guys, don't hop off. I'm almost done. I need, you to lead, I need to lead you to Jesus tonight. Let's, get the, let's believe God that he can take it over 30 people that have given their lives just since last Sunday. To the Lord. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, and be sure on the count of three, I want you to just respond with the hand wave emoji or say, It's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Respond right now. I see you already responding. Respond right now. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. God is here for you. You are watching this on purpose tonight. We don't normally go live on Saturday nights. Who knows? I might add it as something we start doing. That's prayer. I need you to respond right now. Just do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Respond right now. I see you. I see you. It's me. I see you, Lenny91. I see you. Come on, respond right now. If you are not a Christian, tonight's your night to become one. If you've fallen away from the Lord, tonight's your night to come back. And be like, Bishop Foreman, I'm not sure where things stand with God. Tonight, listen to me. Tonight is your night. Come to the Lord. Many are already responding. Come on, say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji. It's me. I'll do the hand wavy emoji. I'm going to count you down. Five. I'm, a, I'm waiting on you. Four. I'm waiting on you. Three. You are not watching this by accident. Two. Come on. I'm waiting on you. One. Got several hands. I still see responses coming in. Wow. I still see responses coming in. I want everybody to pray this with me. My digital ambassadors are spread across all of our digital platforms. I see you. I see you over here. I see you. Our digital uh, our digital uh, ambassadors are watching you and seeing your responses now because you are more than just a number to us. You are a life that matters to us at, Har uh, to us at Harvest Church. You want everybody to pray this with me. Guys, we just got over 30. I can tell you that right now. We just got over 30 people since last Sunday that are giving their lives to the Lord. In six days, we've seen over 30 people come to Jesus. Come on. Somebody, and the majority of them through prayer. If you want the truth about it, the majority of them came to God through prayer, not Sunday and Wednesday night. That's a, that's a miracle, all right? People on prayer. Let's go. Everybody put this and say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. So because of this belief and because of this confession that you are my Lord. Everybody say it. Come on, say it with me. And my Savior. In Jesus' name, I declare I am saved and set free. Make this declaration. Say, no weapon. Come on. Formed against me will prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, it is condemned in Jesus' name. Give me the grace, God, to walk and to run this race in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say, A to the men. Wow, y'all. If you just did that, prayed that prayer, became a Christian, recommitted yourself to the Lord, and now sure, I need you to take your cell phone out and text the word DECISION to 59769. Can I get everybody on every platform to just type that? Uncommon Gospel Radio Network and Harvest Channel. You can't type it, but you can say it. Text the word DECISION to 59769. Guys, several hands went up tonight. We'll have the final count tonight. Several hands went up um, tonight. And to God be the glory for that. You're literally just going to text the word DECISION to 59769. I want to invite you because the next thing you need is you got to have a pastor that can shepherd you and lead you. And if you want to make me your pastor, Harvest Your Church, you can do that. We invite you, join us tomorrow morning, 9.15, 11.15 a.m. 
that's mountain time. So that's 11.15 and 1.15, a.m., 1.15 p.m. Eastern time. If you're in Denver, you can come to the building. Guys, we are still, we're still moving forward. So church is still happening in the building. And, uh, and online, but the majority of us, the lion's share is still uh, online, all right? You can be anywhere and be connected to Harvest. We got harvesters from Canada to the Dominican Republic to South Africa to Paris to all over. We got people that are connected to Harvest, Los Angeles, Atlanta, etc. Um, so we'd love for you to connect with us tomorrow morning. All right, tomorrow morning, the word's going to be great. I noticed last night, I used the word amazing when I was watching the panel for ladies night. I say amazing a lot. I said amazing like 40 times. Um, so uh, I just like the word. I just think it's an amazing word. But anyway, I say the word a lot. So um, so join us tomorrow morning, 915, 1115. Uh, I'll be preaching live. Both experiences It's going to be powerful. Tomorrow's word in our series. She's a bad mama jama. Uh, tomorrow I got a I got a cheerleading team that's going to help introduce the, the whole experience tomorrow. It's going to be great. And then tomorrow's message is I'm introducing the mean girls. There's going to be so much revelation in that word tomorrow. So please make sure that you are a part uh, of that. All right. And you can get our app. Let me give you this quick announcement. You can get our app. Text the word Harvest to 59769. And you can get our app. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Uh, you can get an app. I see it. Nina said this series is fire. This series really is. This is an amazing series. I really love this series. Our December series, I'll tell you. I think actually it announces what the December series is tomorrow. I think it gets announced tomorrow. So that's going to be cool. All right. So make sure you tune in right at the start of the experience or really you can start five minutes before. I actually think it starts way before five minutes, but um, make sure that you do that because right at the beginning, yeah, there's going to be something different than what you're used to. All right. There is that. Lastly, let me say this. Um, if you and also just for those of you that are part of the dream team, don't forget, I'll see y'all in the morning at eight, eight o'clock uh, mountain time sharp, which means 750 harvest time. Uh, we get to everything 10 minutes early at least. That being said, um, if you want to sow into prayer, if this blessed you, I want to challenge you to sow into it. Uh, listen, how do we do what we do? Because the, the people of Harvest, we are faithful givers. And anything that blesses you, you should bless. So I encourage you to sow into it. How do you do that? You can do it uh, several ways. You can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can use the cash app and that's Harvest Church Give. Can I get you all to type these on every platform? Harvest Church Give. Or if you want to sow it to me, you can do it Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can do it that way. You can use PayPal, Zelle, Venmo. All of those are hello at Harvest Church, that church. I have this up because last night, in case you missed it, in case you came into prayer late, go back and watch it. But ladies night, during the stream last night, there was an eight minute segment that dropped. All right. And so you can get the full message. The full message is already released on the podcast. So, oh, actually, where is it? There it goes. Um, on the podcast. So you can get it over here. Y'all can't see it, but it's on the screen. Um, you can get that. And uh, listen to the full message. It's going to rebroadcast on Tuesday night also. You can still watch it on YouTube and Facebook. It's just going to say part one and part two. Um, and there's that eight minute gap. So it's not a large gap, but there is a little bit of a gap in there. So do that. Love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Keep me in prayer. Um, all is well. God is good. Just keep me lifted in prayer. That's what the old search used to say. Keep me lifted. huh? Keep me lifted in prayer. Uh, keep me lifted. Pray for me. I'm excited about our future. If you're in Atlanta, uh, find out more about Atlanta launch. You can find out more about that on our website. You guys have an amazing night. Go so, go so, go so. Player bless you. Harvest Church Give. Bishop Foreman One on Cash App. Or um, you go to Harvest Church at Church forward slash give. Bless what blesses you. Sow into what sows into you. Why? Because you have weeks like this where over 30 people now have come to Jesus. How does this happen? Because of your faithful giving. Not only do you flourish, but it changes lives. 
And uh, it's amazing to see what God is doing. For those of you that are traveling for Thanksgiving and all of that, we pray safety um, for you. Uh, I know different mm, regulations are saying different guidance and different suggestions are being given by different health professionals about different things. At the end of the day, I just pray that you um, be safe and I pray that you are covered. Let's end prayer like this. I'm covered by the best. Would you type that? I'm covered by the best. And of course, the best is Jesus. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Go so. Bless what blesses you. I'll see you in the morning, 915, 1115 or um, uh, Mountain, 1115 and 115 Eastern. And of course, Dream Team, I'll see you in the morning at 8 o'clock Mountain. Shalom, everybody. Have a good night. Shalom, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.